Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The 11 to 1 show. Following on from the smash hit success of Menopause the Musical, audiences can now look forward to a new adventure as Menopause the Musical 2 cruising through menopause hits theatres nationwide, starring the much-loved Mary Byrne alongside brilliant Jessica Martin, Rebecca Wheatley and Susie Fenwick. Cruising through the Menopause tour, it starts on the 10th of May and will include a date in Drogheda on the 25th in the TLT and also in Enthus Castle Blaney uh, on the 24th of May. I had the just privileged to sit down and have a chat with Mary Byrne recently. I'm going to bring you that chat now. Mary, it has been ages since we last had had a chat and you know, life has been very sort of up and down for you. How are things going? Because you've had a bit of a turbulent start to 2023. I did. We, We were heading to our next venue in the UK and we had a crash which was fantastic. <laughs> no, it wasn't fantastic. It was very frightening and very um, off-putting. I didn't really want to get back in, go back over when I came home, but we did and we got there and we're now up and running again and we're all okay. We're a bit sore. My uh, left arm is quite sore because I banged it off the table in the bus. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, we're lucky to be alive. I mean, the, the, the driver himself, the bus was such a write-off on the very front of the bus. Uh, we're so lucky to be alive. I I'm did, very I, grateful. Yeah, I read about that and I was going, oh my God. And luckily you had your seatbelt on because so many people don't put their seatbelt on in the bus. Yeah, I think one or two of them may have not had it on. I I, I won't be quoted on that, although it's going to wait on radio. But uh, yet they, they got badly bruised, very badly yeah. bruised. Um, yeah, it was quite scary, quite scary now. But you know what? It, there's people out there can't walk around the place and we can still do that so we're, we're lucky we're very lucky very lucky absolutely but no doubt something like this kind of completely changes your outlook on, on your life did you find that like after you sort of you know wrapped your head around what, what had happened that you were sort of like oh my god I've just got to grab life now you know and just really go for things it does it puts things, life into perspective for you and I mean even now like coming home on Monday from the UK I was uh, flying in and I was asleep on the plane because I was up from half five that morning and I didn't know we were coming into land. The, the plane hit the runway and I jumped, woke up, grabbed the girl's hand beside me and actually thought I was back in the crash. Yeah. That's that's how still it is still in your in your head. But what it has taught me is that, you know, when your number is up, your number is up. And mine wasn't, obviously. So I'm out there now and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to walk as hard as I can and do all the little challenges that I've made myself, promised myself that I would do. 
I love that. And I, I love because I've seen something this morning and maybe you can kind of, I don't know, stoke the fire of this rumour or <laughs> tell me that it's not oh. it's not going to happen because I did see and I would personally love this. I'm really willing this to happen. You have your heart set on being on a certain show on RTE. I, I do, yes, but I have to get my knees done first. Well, one of my knees done first. But I would love to go on Dancing with the Stars. <gasps> Mary, I could see, I could see it. it. I could see it. Oh my God, you would be amazing on that. And like, I mean, we know obviously you can sing. The girl can belt out a tune, but what what's the moves like? Because I know you can oh, move around the stage now as well. Listen, the old hips can move quite well, and they know what they say your hips don't lie. <laughs> and I can shake these hips like any other sixteen or twenty-one year old. The only problem is my old knee. Okay. But other than that, other than that, once that's done, that's getting done. Please God, hopefully in July, if they want me. I'm there. Okay, RTE, we are hoping that this will happen. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> <laughs> loving it. Now, you are on the mend. You're back on stage doing what you were born to do, Mary. And I've heard so much about this show. It's the same characters from Menopause the Musical, but this time they're on the high seas and set for an adventure. Tell us more about this. They are. They're, it's five years since they've met, since the first time they've met, and they've become good friends and they've become companions and you know, they listen to each other and we, they tell each other all the problems and all the things that's going on. Um, so they decide to go on this cruise. Uh, the story is actually about the four characters and about their lives since the first time they've met and how it's now progressed into what it is. I mean, one of them has lost her husband and mm-hmm. the other one is, is opening up a, well, the, the hippie, which is me, is opening up a, a new uh, yoga place and, and she's still a hippie and she's, when you see the clothes I'm in, you will understand what I'm talking about. I did. It's lots of tie-dye going on here. Yeah. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> you know, sometimes I walk around and I keep wondering what's in these trousers. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but it's it's all laughter. I mean, it's such a quick, it's a much quicker show than the first one. Mm. It, you're, it, you're on the stage and the next thing you know, you're off the stage. That's how quick it is, but it's funny. The music is brilliant. The songs are great in it. Lyrics have been changed, obviously, but everyone will know the tunes. Yeah. So you'll be starting to hum along to the tune and then we'll come out with something and you'll be going, oh my God, did they just say that? Uh-huh. And that's what it's about. But what we're finding with the UK tour is the crowds, the, 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 they're bringing more men with them. Yes. Oh, There's it's great, Mary. Coming. Yeah. And, and you can see them nudging the wife when you talk about a hot flush or a mood swing. And he's looking at her to say, oh, that's you. And she's going, no, you know, no, you know. <laughs> but it's the end of the show that really gets me. I cry every single night when the crowd starts to stand up and you can see all the friends holding hands and, and just crying. Most of them do be crying, especially in the front row. Yeah. And they're swaying and they're singing with you and... They're whistling at you. They're waving at we we wave back at them, and then they all wave back at us. And it's it's just an incredible. I'm really enjoying this show, although my legs are killing me, and I'm moving around the stage a lot more. It is so enjoyable, and I know if I was sitting in the audience. I would enjoy this show as well. Well, I've heard that from people that have gone to see it. You know, the critics are absolutely raving about this and it's doing so, so well, as you say, in the UK, coming to Ireland for this tour. And I think it's what people need, particularly what women need, because for so long, Mary, the menopause has been, you know, don't even say it. The fact that we're speaking about it on on the radio is like, you know, just mind blowing from people, you know, who might have gone through it years ago or maybe people, you know, who would have known about it in whispered tones. I mean, you know, this is really important that we you know celebrate it in a way that we laugh about it and that that you say you know men are going along and, and getting a kick out of it as well and learning something maybe 
They are. I mean, it is very informative. And, and, and also what it's doing is it's shown women that, yes, the menopause is not a nice thing to go through. Your body is changing. Your mind is getting fecked up all over the place. Mm. But there is life after the menopause. And when you accept that this is just a medical thing that's happening to your body and you can get through this and become stronger on the other side, then you start to realise it's not that bad for you. Well, it is bad. I can't, mm. That's the wrong word to use. But you can get through it and you've got to face it and you've got to get help and go to your doctor and don't be afraid to talk about it among your friends. And, and you know, tell your husband about it. Give him, give him leaflets, give him pamphlets, let him read about it because they need to know too because they suffer through it as well yeah. because they don't understand what's happening to you. And a lot of marriages will, will have problems during this time because the woman is changing. She doesn't know what the heck is happening to her. Her body's all over the place. Her mind's in a heap. And the husband thinks she doesn't love him anymore. And it can break up marriages. And so talking about it and doing what we're doing at the moment. And of course, the fact still remains, I cannot understand why this show is so big. Because when I say so big, and I can't understand it, it, it it's just gone beyond my expectations. Yeah. That's all I can say. When I'm on that stage and I see those people in the audience, it's it's an incredible feeling to know that you have captured these people. You're making them laugh. You're helping them understand. You can hear them saying, that's you. Oh, that's me. And you can actually hear the people say it yeah. while you're saying something. It's like a big so therapy session as well. Maybe. It is. Yeah. It is genuinely like a therapy session. And we get therapy out of it as well because we realise we're on the stage doing this. We're not on our own. Mm. We've got all our sisterhood out in front of us all joining in with us. And that's you what know, it's, it's all about. It really is. And like you've mentioned a couple of things there, like of some some of the symptoms, like I'm approaching late 30s, Mary, and you're talking yeah. about your mind being gone. I mean, <laughs> I'm experiencing some of this already. What about yourself? Because you're through the other stages of it now. What sort of did you notice early on? And did it happen sort of, you know, towards the late 30s or was it 40s or when did it happen for you? It kind of was, it was the 40s kind of for me, mm. middle 40s, I started to, you know, forget things. I and mean, I remember coming home from the shop, uh, after doing the shop, and Deborah was only young, and putting the milk in the fr- in the washing machine, oh, yeah. and the washing powder in the, not the washing powder, the washing liquid in the fridge. Mm. And my daughter saying, you didn't get any milk. And I said, I did. I said, it's in the fridge. And she went to the fridge, and there was the liquid sitting there. And I went, oh, hang on, it's over in the washing machine. <laughs> like, that, just little things like yeah. that, going upstairs on the land and you're standing there and you're going what the hell did I come up here for and where was I going what room was I going into yeah. these were all little things that happened and I thought I, because my mother got Alzheimer's in her late years mm. and I thought I'm getting I, I must be getting Alzheimer's and it wasn't until I started to go to my own doctor and start talking to them that I realised this is all part of perimenopause it's all part of the beginning of your body changing and your head is all over the place the sweat start to come yeah. now the frightening part for me was I was on me till one day and an 82-year-old lady came up to me and I was having a massive flush. And I happened to say to her, oh my God, when did these flushes ever stop? And she grabbed me by the hand and she said, I have some news for you. And I said, what? I'm 82 and I still get the Oh, God. So, I mean, but it doesn't affect everybody like that. it just depends. I mean, my sister never had a flush in her life. Mm. She never had a, a sweat she just went a little bit funny at some stages and like she she just went a little bit mad in the head. And then all of a sudden she came back to herself because because I would have been a very open person and I would have said yeah. to her, you get to the doctor and, and, and see the doctor about this. This is ridiculous. As soon as she went there and he told her what was happening to her, 
she began to accept it and yes she was still having her funny moments but she knew what they were well this is it it's about being aware it. of it absolutely and you're able yeah. to kind of come through the other side completely um, so the yeah. touring is brilliant but really hard work so I'm wondering because you know we all need to look after ourselves Mary self care is a big part of all this so what do you do to unwind after a hectic day and a hectic night on the, on the stage well, we stay, we stay in a lot of the premier inns and a lot of them are very quite comfortable mm. and relaxing. So I would go in. The first thing I would do is make myself a cup of tea and have a sandwich. See, I'm eating badly on this trip because you don't get much time during the day to eat. Yeah. You know, because you're traveling to the next venue. And, and so you're trying to eat, like I try to eat tuna sandwiches or salmon sandwiches. I try to eat something that, although I'm eating bread, I'm trying to eat something in it that's good for you, yeah. a chicken, protein, and stuff like that. But... I will sit there, at, we get back to our uh, hotels about half past 10 in the evening, quarter to 11. Sit there, put the telly on, have my sandwich and my cup of tea, and then I'll turn the television off, I'll have a shower, I'll put my earphones in, and I listen to my audiobook until I fall asleep. Oh, and, the and that's how I am mind. Yeah. I love What are you reading? Are you reading it in good at the moment? <clears throat> I'm reading the, the series that um, J.K. Rowling uh, wrote uh, under a different name called Riker. Oh, yes. Yes, it I've heard a lot about that. Yeah. It is fantastic. Oh, very good. Is oh, it twisty turny sort of one? Yes, it's you know what, it's just it's so good to listen to. So good. I mean I'd say it's great to read, but mm. I don't get time to read, yeah. so the other books do it for me. Yeah, love the audiobooks, absolutely love it. Now I have to ask you this, because uh, I know obviously you're gearing up for dancing with the stars, we're gonna make that happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what about music wise, Mary? Any other music uh, projects in the pipeline apart from this tour? I know you're hectic with this tour as well, but people wanna know, you know, the fans wanna know about Mary and the music. I still am thinking, I'm not thinking, I actually have someone who is going to sponsor my country album. I'm going to get it out there for my dad. And I there's a lot more gigs coming up. And there's a lovely special thing in the pipeline, which we can't talk about at the moment. But it will be coming up and hopefully it'll work out and everybody will enjoy it. Um, so yeah, music is still a big, it's a bit, look, I grew up with music. Yeah. It's been, I married music. I always said that. The day I the day I fell in love with music was the day I got married, and I've never left it, and I've never divorced, and I really like it. So music is still there, and I can't wait to get back out and meet the people and sing to them, and because they all come to me and say, you know, I love that song you sing. They love the old song. Yeah. My my the people who come to my are my age group, yes. and we just we just have a lovely sing song together and have a great night, and they're just great. They just really do look after me. My I hate saying fans because I don't feel I'm I'm a you know, star or anything like that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The people who support me. Yes. They they really do support me and they get behind me and they give me the biggest virtual hugs every time they can. Oh, I love that. Well, do you know what? You said you're not a star, but you definitely are. And on this show, I like to ask celebrities silly questions. Are you up for this now? Yep. Okay. Mary Byrne, what is in your pockets right now? Uh, well, actually, I'm wearing a pair of pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mary, you're a gal after my own heart. There is nothing better than coming home after a long day and just getting into the PJs. I don't care what time of the day it is. Do you know Neither I mean? do I. Neither do I. I came in here at 12 o'clock after doing TV3 and doing getting me knees injected and I put my pyjamas on and I sat on the sofa and I've been taking phone call after phone call and I am very relaxed and very comfortable. Well, that's the main thing. Uh, okay, who is the last person that you texted my daughter just there now a few minutes ago. Lovely. Uh, pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? 
Oh, yeah, it's quite nice, actually. Oh, I don't know. People say this. The amount of celebrities that say yes to that question has very much surprised me. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go out and buy one, but if I was offered a piece, I would eat it. I have eaten it, and it is quite nice. Okay, okay, you're going to convert me on that one. Uh, Do you have a secret celebrity crush? Oh, God, have you got all day? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have to say, for me... It's Liam Neeson. I just think the man is a walking sex god. He really is. And like the voice as well. He's got that voice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the day, he doesn't remember, but the day he hugged me in in this morning studio in the UK and said, there's nothing like the hug of a Dublin woman. (laughs) It just, I melted. (laughs) Melted. So he doesn't remember it. Oh, listen, I'd say he does. He said there's nothing like the hug from a Dublin woman. I'd say he, you know, remembers that. Every night before he goes to sleep, he's thinking about you. Uh, oh, don't be, don't be upsetting me. I'll be upset tonight thinking about Liam. A uh, song that would have you running to the dance floor, Mary. Oh, listen, it has to be I'm in the mood oh, for dancing. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes, the, Nolans. the Nolans. I mean, brilliant. Uh, strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? Ooh, let me see. Uh, I had a young man in his probably middle 20s say to me that he wishes I was younger because he would marry me and keep me happy for the rest of my life. And I I was left looking at him with my mouth open, a 55-year-old woman looking at a 20-year-old man saying this to me. It was the biggest compliment and the weirdest feeling I ever had. Oh, a little bit of a cougar action in there, Mary. I think that, yeah, 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 I like that. Um, If your house was on fire, now everybody's safe, but you're allowed to run back for one possession. What do you take? To where? Say, sorry, say that again? So if your house was on fire, everybody is safe, loved ones are all grand, but you can go back for one possession. What would you take from the burning house? Oh, I would definitely take my... I would take my statue of St. Anthony. I'm sorry, I would. Oh, my God. Okay. Only yeah. because only because I prayed to him since I was a kid. My mother yeah. bed him into my head. <laughs> <laughs> She's running back for St. Anthony. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, oh, it's been so lovely chatting to you. Really looking forward to seeing you and the gals take to the stage for cruising through the menopause when it comes to the TLT in May. But for now, thank you so, so much for joining me and best of luck with the rest of the tour. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. I hope to see you there now. You better be there. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. I have to get right. an education in this, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, you'll be crying with laughter and crying with emotion at the end of it. Oh, isn't she a tonic? She really is. Mary Byrne, the TLT, Menopause the Musical 2, the TLT.ie for more details there. The 25th of May, that's when they're heading there. Also, in this Theatre, Castle Blaney on the 24th. The 11 to 1 show. Here for you.